Dear pesky Protestants, welcome to Dinosaur Adventure Land. Episode, uh, what? I thought you had like a like a speech. I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be more. Oh, than that. that wasn't. I, that's the whole meme. <laughs> the Protestant starts with a P, and so does plumbers. I was thinking, and this is this kind of soy soy thinking. Is that like the way that cats and orthos? Like they kind of call everyone a prot in the way that, like, in, in like sci-fi, like Star Wars, it's like, oh, the rebels. Like everyone that's not yeah. them is just under this umbrella of the prots. It's kind of gay. Yeah, it's weird, and they talk. They have like this weird Sith like language of talking. Like all their priests are like, what? Are they? They're always like talking. They talk like a monk or something. I guess some of them are monks. Or whatever, but they talk like they're like they talk like a Jedi. They talk like fucking Mace Windu or something. They're like <laughs> they're like a oh yes, my child. Oh, grace and peace be to you. And I think I figured out why they do that. You right, want me to right. Yeah, yeah. You were talking about this. I actually, I this reminded me of something else that we'll go into after this. But go okay. on. Well, I my theory was that they just read the epistles, and they were like. Oh, the, these. This is how the apostles are supposed to talk. So, if we want to pretend to be apostles, then what we have to do is we have to talk like the epistles. But the epistles are like formal letters, right? Right. So that they're they have a little introduction, like grace to you and peace from our Lord Jesus Christ, etc. Things like that. And then they'll call people my children because they're begotten in the spirit, in the sense that like like when Paul calls. The my little children. He's referring to the fact that he got them saved, so he spiritually begot right. has begotten them. Right, right. Um, I had someone ar- try to argue that that's a justification for the title of father for priests, because like it says, "My little children" in the epistle. But yeah. uh, <laughs> but we were saying that this is akin to like a. Uh... Today, one of us like using our kind of contemporary way of composing letters. Was that? I just got interrupted for a minute. That was all. Yeah, I know. That's why I was talking. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> like kind of in our contemporary way of writing letters, it'd be like if I walked up to you in person and was like, "Dear Finley, hope you're having, <laughs> hope you're having a good day. I'm gonna go to the store." from keg and then i just walked away it's like i don't know it's like i mean i guess we do we do have sort of informal greetings when we talk to people like we say oh how are you doing or whatever but like to say like oh bless you my son oh grace to you and peace be upon you and and blessed blessed be uh your 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 sacrament day today and uh, doing all this like performative shit uh, when you're just talking to people instead of talking to them like a normal person. I think it's because they're trying to be like they're trying to be more biblical. Yeah, yeah they're emulating. They're being holier like a, than than that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, this but th- this reminds me. Of some, I have two points because we're just talking about this. This is totally off topic. I just want to get this out of my system because it pisses me off. I hate people using sup as a greeting. Sup is a question. All right. When I say sup to you, that is a contraction of what is up. I want to know what's going on with you. When I say sup to you and you reply with, oh, sup, it's you're fucking, you're an idiot. All right. You haven't answered my question. Does that piss you off or is that just a weird? Uh, I think you might be autistic, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. But no, um, but what this reminded me of was um this new ager, this new age chick, this like stupid foy. This was like eight years ago. I remember hearing about this. There was this lady that was uh, pretending to be a a prophet and receiving uh, knowledge from from God, and she was uh, she was transcribing, you know, she's making these fake uh, fake scripture, and like, but all she was doing was trying to emulate the way that she thinks the King James version sounds. So her name was like Annette and it was like, Oh, thou shalleth 
obeyeth my propheteth aneteth and it's like that's not <laughs> how that works you stupid bitch like it's so that's how god talks, bro. yeah 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 when like god when god penned the king james bible as the only true word of god he made sure to do the f's and the these and stuff and lots of th sounds yeah but it was just because it was just funny because it was just obviously the stupid yeah. woman yeah i know stupid new age woman and she just like oh that sounds kind of like the king james dark souls he's talk like a dark souls character <laughs> like an uh, like an oblivion npc yeah but yeah that's what that reminded me of it was uh it was back in the new age days I've been reading, so I the, the thing I've been doing recently, I mean, we've been gone for a while, was uh, I've been reading Summa Theologica. I've been making my way through it. It's like pretty freaking long. I think it's longer than the Bible is, but uh, uh, I've been reading that by Thomas Aquinas, and I've, I picked out some choice passages from it, which are pretty fun, if you, if you want to go over that. Yeah, I mean, this is what this is what you've been doing. So, um, let me look it up. Okay, so the first one is in um, this is part. This is the third part of the book. This question twenty-seven, Article One. Yeah, the question is whether the Blessed Virgin Mary was sanctified before birth in the womb. Okay, so this is, I think, this is what we would call today the, um, the, uh, the Immaculate Conception in the Catholic Church. Yeah, but mm, I already got issues with this. Okay, because why? Te- because technically, every child is kind of sanctified. In the, because sanctified just means, like, saved. Yes, but that's, okay. But that, the Catholics have the doctrine of original sin, where every infant, like, aborted infants go to hell because they're guilty of original sin of like the sin of being born human. So, so when you're sanctified in the womb, according to the Catholic church, that means that you're not guilty of original sin. Now he brings up the way the book is structured is he'll bring up an article, he'll bring up a question and then bring up an issue within the question, which is called an article, and then he'll list a few objections to hit to the Catholic doctrine. And then he'll give his reply to the objections and prove the Catholic doctrine with whatever lo- means of logic or scripture or whatever that he sees fit. So here, um, I, this was a really interesting answer. Some of the objections were... Um, uh, like, how can she be born again before she's born? That doesn't really make any sense. You have to be born again. Uh, it also makes a few That's arguments of like, point. where you know you can't, like, you uh, Mary. It gives examples of where Mary committed sins. I think that might be later on, and then it gives ideas about when life begins and things like that. And then his, but his answer was really crazy. So his answer is. It starts off, on the contrary, the church celebrates the feast of Our Lady's Nativity. Now, the church does not celebrate feasts except of those that are holy. I remember this. Therefore, even in her birth, the Blessed Virgin was holy. Therefore, she was sanctified in the womb. That's that's, (laughs) that's painfully retarded. No, but this is the genius Thomas Aquinas, dude. Everything he said today, (laughs) he really smart. That's like like saying... Go on. This because the church celebrates a feast celebrating the Immaculate Conception. Because the church celebrates it, it must be true. I mean, this goes without saying, because <laughs> you know, we, we know that they just make up crazy shit all the time. But, like, by that logic, they could just start making up feasts for anything and rewriting, like, yeah. literal time. They could they be <laughs> It's like yeah, Chrono Trigger, dude. They could just like make up time. <laughs> like, yes, it's exactly like Chrono Trigger Power Cake. What I mean is like they could and, just say, like, "Well, we we celebrate." Like, I know. We celebrate it's, the it's fact hardcore. that, yeah, like, because we it's true because we believe it. And then he okay, I'm gonna go on. He goes on. He says, "I answer that 
Nothing is handed down in the canonical scriptures concerning the sanctification of the Blessed Mary as to her being sanctified in the womb. Indeed, they do not even mention her birth. So you agree with that, right? Yeah, well, I mean, that's just true. Okay, but as Augustine, in his tractate on the Assumption of the Virgin, and we've heard of that doctrine, right? The Assumption of the yeah. Virgin Mary, right, right. argues with reason, since her body was assumed into heaven, and yet Scripture does not relate this, so it may be reasonably argued that she was sanctified in the womb. For it is reasonable to believe that she who brought forth the only begotten of the Father full of grace and truth received greater privileges of grace than all others. Hence we read in Luke one twenty eight that the angel addressed her in the words, Hail, full of grace. So if you, I don't know if you caught that, but the argument is because we know that Mary was assumed into heaven. Okay, but, this, but they said it wasn't canon. No, that... They said it was canon. The assumption of Mary is not now given. It, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't approved as official doctrine by the Catholic Church until like 1950 something. Okay, but didn't they just say that like the assumption of Mary is not in Scripture? Yeah, it's not in Scripture. The argument is the 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 Immaculate Conception is not in Scripture, and the assumption of Mary is also not. That's in Scripture. so stupid. No, yeah, I so, just got what they're doing. If they're both not in Scripture, they and we know that one of them is true, then they both must both be true. And we know that Mary was assumed in heaven, right, Powder Keg? We know that happened. Sure, right, okay. How so do people Bible, fall for this shit? Because it's science. It's like... It's science. You're going to say it's science. It. Yeah, very few people read this. Like, when this was written, very few people actually read it. It was for... Like it's first of all, it's incom- it's an incomplete work, um, and I guess this is you know this would be like this is like something that you would be inducted into the Catholic Church. You'd be forced to read Summa Theologica. Or, Dude, this or is like fucking. I know this is probably like a like a dumb drooling nigga take, but this is like Scientology. This is like we're gonna yeah, save yeah. all the crazy shit until you get inducted into it. Yeah, and then you then you can't say anything because you're already there. You already invested like your life into this in several years. Right. So this thank, is not thank like God Finley. that we now have the internet that uh, you know Finley can I'm just re- be bored yeah. and read it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> let me find the other one. It was about to summarize. We can just start talking about it. Um, in Exodus twenty-six. Uh, there's a passage. It's a passage about how to. Build I want to say real quick. I'm a, yeah. I'm a fish out of water right now. I actually I don't have my my app or my Bible with me right now at this time. Okay, so you're gonna have to help me out. So Exodus 26. It's basically a passage about how to build the tabernacle. Um, okay. So I'll read it if you want. I mean Exodus 26. Uh, 50 loops shall thou make in one curtain, and 50 loops shalt thou make in the edge of the curtain that is in the coupling of the second, that the loops may take hold one of another. So that is the scripture, specifically the verse that he cites. And what he's trying to justify is the uh, compelling people to enter the church. Okay? To enter religious life. So his justification, and we know that to the Catholics, the word compel means like force someone or yeah yeah you know know, like uh make a very uh persuasive argument is what compelling is so you know the objections to this is like well we should we should test people before they enter the church we shouldn't like we shouldn't like just force them into it like because then we would have a bunch of judases running around but his his answer is Look, in Exodus 26, and I'm trying to find the passage in Summa Theologica, he says in Exodus 26, it says, to paraphrase, it says, one curtain draws another. So that is a symbol of people being drawn into the church like a curtain is drawn. They're being pulled along against their will. This is being compelled. It, and you know, like our, <laughs> our, our detractors and the naysayers, they will get so mad when we try and liken this to being a, a rabbi, but bro, 
Like this is some rabbi shit. This is some like serious rabbi Talmud stuff. Yeah, it's just like grasping at anything. Like we're we're just like test every spirit and things like this. It's like no, we're just gonna force everyone to to swear allegiance to these these doctrines. Oh, did someone but, say test? Someone say test? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Test every spirit. Oh, get out your number two pencil, spirit. (laughs) (laughs) So dumb. (laughs) Talking to a ghost or something? Yeah, he's talking to the spirit. He's like rubbing his head. He's like, oh boy, I rub school. (laughs) Take a big quiz. Take a big quiz time. That's a spirit. That's. I think that's what Catholic heaven is like. They might have a big test. To the, did you read Summa Theologica? Why isn't Gene and then Kim Joe a the Boomer is going to try to get it. into heaven? And he's <laughs> Joe the Boomer. I've never read it. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be like, wow, you're going to be there. <laughs> I'm not a Catholic, but I did read Summa Theologica, and I can answer a few quiz questions about it. And he's going to be like sweating, like, oh man. It's like a multiple choice quiz to get into heaven. <laughs> Come on, Joe. We train for this. Yeah. <laughs> Do the reading, Joe. Come on, bro. If you don't know answer, bet on C. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's a true thing. Any of you youngins still taking tests? If you don't know the answer, a wrong answer, you have a one out of four chance. Oh man, Joe the Boomer. Haven't uh haven't heard that guy's name in a while. Yeah, we were gonna debate him at some point, weren't we? He didn't want he doesn't want to. He doesn't want he to. Doesn't, and I, I mean he wants to. debating is gay anyways. What I, the way I framed it was like, oh we'll have a discussion. So we'll have yeah. a discussion. And other people too were like, Oh yeah. Patrick Egg and Finley, you know, they're they're pretty good. And he's like, Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that don't know who Joe the Boomer is, he's a uh, Catholic. He, what is the show? The uh, the Daily Brat. The Daily Brat. Man, I haven't. I've been so out of the loop with all that. I stuff. don't think he is even doing that anymore. I, dude, I have no Maybe idea. He died. Is he dead? He might be. Maybe he might he's be dead. dead. He might, might be in purgatory right now. He's in purgatory. <laughs> Only a few more thousand years of this. He's like in hell. Dude, I I <laughs> always think to myself like um. Like I, I, one of it's like a scary thing to me. And like you know, I, I know I'm sanctified. I know I'm not going to hell. I'm going to heaven. But I always think like, imagine like what if what if these Catholics, like when they go to hell, like no one clues them in. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's what the white throne judgment is for. Like just telling all the weird false religions, like oh, here's why you're in hell right now. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because just imagine, like, for eternity, being like, Thinking, oh, yeah, any yeah. day now. Ah, oh, that's just, that's, that's. But then again, is that hope, like, is that better than just knowing you're there forever? Like, I don't, I don't know which would be uh, worse. I don't know which would be worse. It's, I don't like thinking about it. I don't know. I don't know. And we don't know what, like, it's like to be a dead person in hell, like what exactly their mental state or level of consciousness is like, they're obviously alive in some respect, but they don't have eternal life. Like they're not really human anymore in some respect. I don't know, man. But the thing, you know, Um, a lot of people, they think that, uh, I just want to, you know, the hell is the default for humanity. That's what I just want to get put that out there. And it's weird because you you can look at even like uh, pagan religions, and it always seems that like the default for anyone who's not like a demigod is the underworld. And it's like there is some truth to that. Like the default for humans without Christ or without faith is hell. Like, yes, hell is a punishment yeah. for sin. But this idea that is kind of like, oh, it's only for really bad people, and no, that's not true. Like we're we are lucky, we are privileged. Like, and that's the other thing. Heaven is a privilege. I just want to say that going to heaven is a privilege. It is not a right. Okay, like we are yeah. lucky that we have the sacrifice of Christ 
that our faith gets us into heaven. Like by default, we are all supposed to go to hell. We have all fallen short of the glory of God. And so it, it just wigs me out when people, you know, people that even claim to be believers, they think it's just like, oh, it's just, it's just really mean how only some people get to go to heaven. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a, it's yeah. a privilege. I had a, I think I had a Catholic say once on Twitter, I saw a Catholic say, like, that faith alone people, like, think they're owed something, like, they're owed salvation. And it's like, you know, that's a really asinine way of putting it. But it's like, we're, we're not owed heaven. We're promised eternal life, right? We're not... That's not that's not the same thing as being owed because we don't deserve it. No, nobody deserves it. That, it's, that's such a backward speak because yeah. there's there's nobody nobody that believes in salvation by grace. This faith, the faith alone crowd, we do not believe we are owed going to heaven. But the irony is, is that anyone that believes that their works build up a right for them to go to heaven. That's literally being owed heaven. That's literally <laughs> yeah, saying literally I worked like, for this, so you owe me this. Yeah. It's like, yeah, the whole idea of like performing some task and then in exchange for grace, that doesn't really make it a lot of sense. Like, I mean, then it's not grace if you have to do a bunch of work to earn it. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but that's what owing is. So it's so crazy for them to say that the faith alone crowd is owed heaven. That's that's back. That's double speak. That's like a wizard spell. Not to get all Owen Benjamin, but that that's like that's like <laughs> word sorcery. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, I, and I always maintain that like the faith, the faith alone position. Not only is it scriptural, it's the only thing that makes logical sense. Like, how right. can a God who is perfect justice, he's perfect justice, how can he, like, say, well, I'm just going to forgive these sins that you did and send you to heaven, but I'm going to not forgive these guy, this guy's sins, and I'm going to send him to hell. Like, just on, on how bad the sin is, that doesn't make any sense. Like, if he's perfect justice and he's perfectly good, then he has to have a perfect punishment for all of the, of the crimes that we commit. Yeah, so, and... and Go on. It's like, and then, and then you would have okay. So let's say that God is perfect justice, but we don't have salvation through faith. Okay, well then that means we're all automatically going to hell, and that doesn't make any sense because why would a loving God just send everybody to hell? He has to. He if he's a loving God, he's going to offer some way to get to heaven and not go to hell. So that's where salvation comes in. Yeah, and all you have to do is take it. All you have to do is say, "Oh yes, thank you." Thank you. I didn't have this coming, but this is awesome. And it's going to, and here's the thing. And here's why there's no scale. I think you once put it cause you were likening it to the Egyptians where, you know, you're, you're yeah, yeah. weighed against that. the feather. Yeah. That's like what the OG work salvation is like when you're studying ancient Egypt in like seventh grade and uh, they're like, you have to learn about the, the, the dog-headed guy, like, wait, puts your heart on a set of balances. Yeah, and then... <laughs> the, Lucario. If the, yeah, if it, Lucario <laughs> puts your heart on the... <laughs> and if the heart is, like, heavier than a feather, then it gets fed to, like, a giant crocodile monster, and you, like, die. The Yeah. It's, like, so bizarre. But that's basically what it is. I mean, it's the same shit. I just, lo I just lump it all into the... the hard on a scale Egyptian thing all works. Yeah, but, but what I was going to say is that like, you know, cause, cause God is, is also perfect. So God's justice that he deals is going to be uniform and fair across the board. Yeah. And you know, a, a lot of people, it's funny cause we get accused of being Muslims, but a lot of these people that are like, Oh, like the, Oh, you know, God is merciful. And it's like a case by case basis. It's like Allah. And we talked about that. I think yeah, off the show, we just yeah. talked about how, like, how the Muslims view Allah. Basically, Allah, like, whether you go to heaven or hell is based on, like, how Allah is feeling at that moment. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like and a, it's like a like gamble. The purpose of prayer is they're like, well, you just pray a lot so that hopefully that'll improve Allah's mood. And then Allah <laughs> will be more, more likely to be merciful. But you can't know. I mean, all of these work salvation things. 
it's always set up to be like you can't know for sure. Yeah, and, and that's should we bring up some scripture where it says that we know that we have yeah yeah and we know and, and I also want to say this and and this isn't like laid out exactly but this is just something that I always think of when when I think about this is that you know the, the Holy Spirit is a comforter and what greater comfort than knowing for sure that you're going to go to heaven when when you die that you're gonna that you're not spending your whole life anxiety ridden on what's gonna happen and we talked about this in like episode one that like what a what a what a just shitty way to live to have that yeah. anxiety to be like oh i hope i was good enough i hope it's, i did um, good the scripture is first john five thirteen. these things have i written unto you that believe on the name of the son of god that ye may know that ye have eternal life present tense have eternal life right namely believe on the name of the son of god yeah so we know right. and you know and a lot of people oh you think you're going to heaven oh you think you're going I don't know why I was doing the keep them comfortable voice. <laughs> you think you're going to heaven? Keep them comfortable. Before we judge them. <laughs> before we judge them. The sinner will become comfortable <laughs> in hell until the great white throne you know, And purgatory, keep them comfortable. <laughs> He's in Abraham's bosom. He's comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> keep them comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Old Testament saints keep keep them comfortable. Keep them comfortable, dude. We laugh, but that's <laughs> what they think. They think they're comfortable. Isn't com- is that not the doctrine? Is it like a nice, comfortable place? It's purgatory not like- is, is is it's like a it's like a bland no, purgatory. Place. No, I thought purgatory was like hell because purgatory means like to purge. So they're purging out all the sin by burning you alive. Oh no, I'm thinking of limbo. Yeah, you're Just thinking of another. Yeah. But uh, is Abraham's bosom? No, no Abraham's like bosom is supposed to be is very comfortable. Yeah, it's very comfy, but it's not yeah, like it's that. a paradise. They call it a paradise within hell. Is it like, like more comfy than heaven? I kind of want to go there. Can I like? <laughs> no, chill. It's real. <laughs> it was never real. No, like, uh, no, like the old like the Abraham's bosom thing is. It's kind of like a. It's like Midgar and Final Fantasy VII. Oh, okay. I don't know what that is. Where you have like the upper plate, which is where like all the, you know, like the kids play, and then it's like very nice and and just comfortable, and the you get to see the Keep sun, fun. and then there's the everybody underneath the lower plate, and that's like the Sector Seven slums, and they're all like black people, <laughs> <And> <laughs> they're like fighting in the streets, and there's like drug addicts, like in in like tunnels and shit. So that's like hell, but then the top plate is like Abraham's bosom. Yes. <laughs> Comfortable. But uh Midgar is just as real as Abraham's bosom. Make no mistake. Can I go to Midgar when I die? You know what's funny is that Midgar is actually based off of Midgard, which is like a pagan yeah, thing. Yeah, that's, that's the pagan realm of Earth though. Oh. When I go well, that would be uh, Asgard. Would be the like place of the gods or whatever. Oh, I don't know, man. It's yeah, Japanese people interpreting pagan stuff. So, well, if you use the word hell, that's pagan. Because I'm from Norse religion. You got to use uh, Sheol, like the NIV. Dude, all this, all this. <laughs> Also, all this shit is end. circular anyways. All this <laughs> shit is circular. All nomenclature is circular bullshit. Like etymology is like is just like like for example, no. like um like Jupiter. Like the name Jupiter is just like an etymological like screw around from like Job, which is just Yahweh. Like these are all just like they uh, just like stole names and shit. Jupiter comes from the Jupiter comes from the Proto-Indo-European word Dias Feter, or I think that's how you pronounce it. Nobody really knows how you pronounce it, which means Sky Father. Which is yeah, like, so the, they're all just like bastardizations from what, also in my opinion. The word, the word Deus. It's also where we get the word Deus in Latin, which just means God. It's uh, yeah. Deus means sky. Right. Anyway, but that's and, like and, and okay, Z- so that's Zeus, which is actually pronounced Zeus, if you use yeah. the correct pronunciation. That's probably where Zeus's name comes from as well. 
Yeah, and I'm, the, what I'm what I'm saying is, in my opinion, this is all bastardization from the Tower of Babel. Yeah, like you know, everybody at one point had the story straight, and then as they strayed further and forgot God, and chose not to tell their children and their children's childrens about the Lord, uh, this is the kind of garbage that arises. Paganism, like bringing trees into your house. <laughs> oh, we're gonna do that one. <laughs> we're gonna do that. That was all right. You have a plant in your house. You're a pagan. I just want to let you know that. <laughs> Nobody would bring a plant into their house unless they worship. Something. Unless they're a witch. Yeah, you know what? It's it's funny because um, there was there was a point in time where I was kind of autistic about stuff like that, and uh, I mean I wasn't saved either. But I remember like um, when I go to like a chick's house and she had like too many house plants, I'd be like, oh, she's probably a witch. It's probably a witch. It's probably a witch. No, I'm not even joking. Like this is what I, I like used to think. Me. Oh, when I see a rainstorm, I have to go out and go outside and bask in it because I'm a witch. Yeah, she does. I go. Does. I love thunderstorms. But so my think, but my thinking was that like, oh, <laughs> she doesn't even know she's a witch. She doesn't even know. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like exactly. oh, she doesn't, she doesn't know that the reason and, she loves houseplants and cats. Not, you better not have any. Oh, I think I hear a noise. Uh oh. Oh, is he? Did he get out of his cage again? Here we go. It's two C Venator. Second commandment. Two C V, second commandment violation. Violation. Two C Venator. Oh no, you know want? my plastic Christ- Christmas tree. It's a great image. <laughs> you know, hey, stop giving me crap about this. All right. This is just a tree. It's just a, a tree. First of all. It says animals and fish and people and stuff and things that are on the earth and under the earth or in the air. <laughs> You're not supposed to like that doesn't include trees. Second of all, <laughs> I'm not worshiping the plastic tree. No, he's trying to. He's trying to. He's trying to. He's he's questioning things now. You're you're hitting him with facts. Oh, well, here's a here's a fact. Uh, if human <laughs> beings are created in the image of God, doesn't that make human beings a violation of the second commandment? <laughs> wait, but I guess he's not a human being. So wait, wait a minute. <laughs> that means that. Oh, if you're a created being. <laughs> To see Venus, you're kind of a yes, like uh, you're kind of a graven image since you're you look like you're you're a thing and you look like something. You have an image. <laughs> you're a thing and you look like something. So you're an image, so that makes you a graven image. <laughs> oh no, he's he's questioning. He's having an existential <laughs> to see Venus or crisis. <laughs> oh no, what's he doing? You shouldn't have let him out of his cage. I, I knew you before, oh no, he's making he's making a really big dinosaur sized new set of vines. Oh no, don't kill yourself. He thinks he's a, he thinks he is, is an idol. He thinks he's a graven image. Oh, don't do it. He's gonna iconoclast himself by hanging himself from a tree with a big rope. rope. <laughs> oh, no, he's he's climbing up the tree. He doesn't have a neck. <laughs> you don't have a neck. It's not gonna work. Oh no, he's gonna jump. <laughs> oh. Did he break his neck or something? What happened? Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> I think he's dead. Somebody go over there and poke him. Yeah. That was the only <laughs> that was the only two C Venusaur in existence. Um it's uh, almost like we made it up or something. <laughs> no. Dude. We just had the last Venusaur that happened to be autistic about the second commandment. Yeah, he thinks that a tree. He thought that trees and rocks, um, were graven images. Yeah, and uh, Christmas tree. 
He's chopping down the tree, bringing it into the house, decking it with gold and silver. Isn't uh, it ironic that he hung himself from a tree? I don't know if that's that, ironic. No, it is because he. Cause it's, a, it's a shut up. What is anyway? What, is he, what do you mean? What? Maybe an abstract, like, like a telephone pole or it's like poetic. A, it's poetic. Like something that was like abstract and not really an image of anything. That's just like a line, like a really modernistic design that's not inspired by nature. Yeah, like if he like hung himself off of like a like a post office building off. in 2020. Yeah. Or like jumped off that weird dildo shaped building in London. Yeah, or if he like bashed his head into the giant chrome bean in Michigan. Yeah. Or he like hung himself off that giant uh shopping shopping bag handle that they got in like where is that? What? I never heard of that. The giant arc. The giant arc thing. Isn't that Saint, in like St. Louis? Yeah, St. Louis Arch. How's that a shopping bag handle? It looks like a shopping bag hand it looks like a big handle. That looks like a big robotic rainbow. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's sad. Uh, he's dead. But to brighten up the mood, we got a contest. Oh, shit. Oh, yes. We got a giveaway. Uh, we're going to be giving away the hookup. $30 gift code from framingtheworld.com. All right. They do not, I don't, Paul Winberger does not endorse this show. Or does he? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he does. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Hi, he Paul. does. Yeah. Hi, Paul. Hi, yeah, Paul. Oh, you did this. Anyway, so we got $30 off of framingtheworld.com merch. That's enough to get you uh, the trading cards if you want them. I know that those are. Real limited right now. Paul said those are super limited right now. They're almost gone. It's also enough if you want to get the new Deported movie. Um, so really, I mean, there's a lot of stuff there. What's the new thing that he's trying to? Some new oh. supplement or something? What was it? I don't the, know. Anyways, well, but regardless, during the coronavirus, the COVID nineteen scare, you know, everybody's indoors. You know, it's kind of like. We should have been doing shows, <laughs> to be honest. But yeah. when you needed us most, we just didn't come. But now we're back, and we got yeah. prizes. So the here's the question: most, We vanished. It's yeah. like Avatar. Is that a? I never seen Avatar. Avatar. So never true. Okay. But so here's the question. Here's the question. Do, okay, so you got to email either email coconut crew at protonmail.com or hit up me or Finley on Twitter. Uh, in a DM, mine is at PowerKing357, and yours is, what is it again? At, at Rancher Finley. At Rancher Finley, okay? DM one of us the answer. So here's the question. What is the name of Juan's son that dies in tiny shoes? Now, here's the thing. Hold on, PowerKing. That sounds pretty easy to me. It does sound really easy, doesn't it? So that's why I'm going to clarify. Send an answer to us. It does not have to be the correct answer. Just an answer that we really like. Doesn't have to be right. Just something that we're going to say, yeah, that person deserves $30. Yeah, you're going to be You're going to choose who to be merciful to. You're going to be judged on your works here. Yeah, on how much you make Allah love. Depends <laughs> on how much you make. Yeah, how much Allah is <laughs> entertained by your submission that's yeah. gonna that's gonna determine who wins yeah, so we're doing I mean, a works-based contest here this is not a luck of the draw this is not a calvinist contest where it's just random okay yeah we haven't we haven't picked a winner ahead of time so yeah we're definitely not calvinist um if we just gave it to like our buddy that would be calvinist right like we just give it to tone here <laughs> just there yeah. you go just we just calvinist. give it to uh, Scuzzy or Jejun, or you know, not you guys, they're, they're listening. They can, submit, they can submit answers, but I'm going to be extra hard on them because I want to give it to like a listener. Yeah, so so be it the judgment of, of a law. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay. me and Finley, we're 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 fallible. We're not like God, who is perfect and just. Me and Finley are fallible, so like a law. Biases <laughs> and 
mood swings and right. uh, we get drunk sometimes to be honest. So well, I wonder if Allah does that too, probably. Now Allah drinks. He probably drinks. Yeah. Actually I don't smokes weed. Allah <laughs> smokes weed. I think he smokes weed because Muslims do that, right? They smoke uh, hashish. Yeah, they smoke weed, dude. They get yeah. high. <sighs> Anyways, enough with that's fucking. Anyways, yeah, at Coconut Crew or or at uh, try and win again. That question is, what is the name of Juan's son that dies in tiny shoes? Okay, we talked about it. It's not gonna matter. But anyways, uh, speaking of, um, you know, mercy and understanding wrath and, you know, because it's like, oh, you know. Oh, I think well, I know. God, yeah, yeah. Because here's the thing is that, you know, God does hate a proud look. It says <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, tell us about it. Yeah. So I, I discovered something. Uh, they're called fluffy <laughs> They're called fluffy abuse comics. Now, let me give the rundown on this. A fluffy is basically it's a it's a pony fan created pony character that's like a spinoff of the My Little Pony ponies. But fluffies are it's a it's a genre of fan created media. Um, where usually in the form of comics, where the the fluffy is they're 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 a character, a species created to be um, as annoying and ungrateful and disgusting as possible. They're always pooping everywhere and making demands and just kind of being very proud and haughty and um, not really appreciating what their adopted fathers, as they refer to them as a daddy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. A daddy so, uh, does not reward them to the degree that they believe they should be rewarded. And here's the unfortunate outcome is that they're called fluffy comics. In the end, they always receive their, their just desserts. But here's the thing. I, when I'm reading these comics, a lot of people will be like, wow, these are really weird, Powder Cake. <laughs> Why are you <laughs> reading this shit? <laughs> Here's the thing is that, is that the schadenfreude of reading the fluffy comics kind of helps me understand God's wrath a little bit more. Yeah. Now, you might be thinking, I'm totally nuts right now. Yeah. <laughs> Let what? me tell you how mutilating animals has brought me close. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Because here's the thing is that a lot of people don't understand things like God's wrath or hell. And it's especially, you know, cause you know, we're, we're, we're post trib and uh, you know, so we understand things like the tribulation, but like the pre the pre trib crowd doesn't even understand why God would put us through tribulation, and then they really have a hard time wrapping their heads around things like the the judgment of God, the the vials of God, the pouring out. And um, when you kind of understand it, I almost feel like, and I don't want to say that scripture is underselling anything, but if you look at the whole of humanity and you look at how big of sinners we are. I almost feel like it's an understatement to say that we've fallen short of the glory of God. Now, I'm not saying that Scripture's wrong, but what I'm saying is that I almost feel like that's an understatement because we're pretty bad. Let's let's face it. Okay, like yeah. to us, our good—it says that our good deeds are as filthy rags. I think we're pretty annoying, probably. and we're pretty annoying. Yeah, <laughs> we're always making these demands and like. You know, I, I know even uh, even people that are relatively secular that still are like kind of agnostic, they'll like blame God for everything. And I, I've like known people in my life that do this, where they they go about they don't have any care for the commandments of God, uh, you know. But 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 when it, when something bad happens in their life, they're just like, well, God must hate me. God's just not fair right now. That's a very fluffy, smarty attitude. All right. <laughs> Let me explain what a smarty is. 
a smarty is one of these fluffy ponies that has built up so much hubris that they now hate daddy. And so um, they, whereas a normal fluffy, a good fluffy, and and there are very rare occasions where you'll find a good fluffy. You might, uh, you know, hearken back to the story of Nestle, who is probably the only good fluffy I've ever seen in these comics. At least for a while. But Smarties, um, they, they're not happy with the kibble, with the manna, the free manna from heaven. You know, they're like the Jews. What? Yeah, they're, yeah, exactly. They're like the Jews wandering around the desert. They want sketty, which is the fluffy speak for spaghetti. And they all love it. And they, uh, when a smarty gains so much, they're so puffed up. In fact, it's illustrated in the comics because their cheeks will puff up. They're puffed up and arrogant. And they'll make a little scrunched up face with their puffed out cheeks. And they'll call dad a stupid human. Say, no want killed. <laughs> <laughs> no want kibble? Okay, so. <laughs> I can't do this shit. So they'll, they'll say. Sound, yeah, they'll say annoying. yeah, they'll say, no want kibble, want sketty. And then they'll, they'll, you know, stick their tongue out at daddy. And then. What's going to happen next? That <laughs> it puts the smack down on Smarty. And it's usually in a very gruesome, illustrated way. But here's the thing is that when you're reading these comics, you're like, he was such a piece of shit, Smarty. He had it coming. So now it's like shot at Freud because you're like, yeah, yeah, he does get his arms chopped off. You can do, like, you can do like Veggie Tales style comics where it's like, you have the fluffies wandering in the desert, and they're like they're rebelling against Mo- Fluffy Moses. One of the smarties, like, is like Cora, <laughs> <laughs> and he like he starts going like, "Well, I'm too smart, dumb, dumb daddy, sky daddy, no, <laughs> no, no, what, what good for us?" So. <laughs> So we once we get sketty. Follow me, and we get sketty. <laughs> the earth opens up, and they're all like swallowed into the earth. <laughs> like no one die, no, one, one die, die. <laughs> one die. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> oh, bi- biggest, mostest hurties. Oh, so yeah. we're oh, yeah. So we're just paraphrasing the 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 vernacular, the way that they talk. Um, when they want to express that they're in so much pain that they wish death upon themselves, but death doesn't come. They will say, one die. (laughs) Fluffy one die. (laughs) (laughs) That's like (laughs) they're getting abused by like the locusts in Revelation. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. Yeah, like the locusts are coming, but you know, because they've taken the mark, like, you know, what does it say? Men will seek death and and death won't, won't come upon them. I'm paraphrasing, but it's basically will not find it or something. Yeah, yeah, they'll seek death yeah. and they won't. Yeah, that's basically like the fluffy, you know, Wandai. This fluffy <laughs> Wandai gets all his arms and legs chopped off, and he's left out with the with the trash on. Yeah, the he's street. next to the trash cans. Wandai, <laughs> Wandai. <laughs> so this might be the most autistic fucking segment that's we've ever had on this show. Well, you were like laughing the whole time, dude. What the hell? Because it's funny. Okay, we get it. You think anim- killing animals? It's, cutting you see, off. you're like a see. Okay, pre-tribber, right? <laughs> pre-trib Finley. Oh, I do like the animal death videos. Do you guys? Do you remember when we were watching that? <laughs> the, the walruses like fall off the cliff because they're stupid. Because <laughs> animals, <laughs> and it's kind of funny. Like here, yeah, because we're not. Like big animal rights people, like of course we're not, and it's like you know we're not. They're just stupid. The animals are just stupid animals. They don't have souls. No, they're just it's, really dumb. <laughs> it's just funny to me because falling off they, cliffs like idiots. We're why laughing are they climbing at up a giant mountain? What's the purpose? They're like climbing all the way up there and then they slip and fall. I guess humans do that too, but. Yeah, the, it was like, oh, let's go. Oh, let's go. It <laughs> <laughs> falls off the cliff. Famous last words. Famous last words. That's a very esoteric. Oh, let's go. I don't know if you want to explain that. Oh, well, the, 
Okay, so the, it's a swim area, a natural, like, deep water pool um, that I like to go swimming at. And there's a little plaque. There's a little place you can jump into the water from, from uh, about 15 feet in the air. And there's a little plaque there dedicated to a guy who died doing it. And it says his last words were, oh, let's go. <laughs> On the plaque, it says, it's like, so weird. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, rest in peace. Oh, let's go. Oh, yeah, in quotes. Oh, cliff. <laughs> it's his head off. Yeah, if I, if I ever had something like a plaque dedicated to me, I don't want my last words on it. All right. And he did this as I don't think that that was like his catchphrase or something. I don't know if those was his last words, but I believe those are probably his last words. Sure. Like, if it was his catchphrase. First of all, for someone to even have a catchphrase means that he yeah. was going to be saying it when he jumped off that cliff. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't have a catchphrase. He's gonna... <laughs> oh, let's go. <laughs> How does he say it? Oh, let's go. Oh, Oh, you know, you, you, you know what? You know what? I was probably thinking, like the way it. Pro- I mean, we are, we are reading it in an autistic way because the concept is autistic, but it's probably like it was probably like in the Zoomer way, you know, where they're like, "Oh, let's go," let, you know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, "Let's right. go, let's, let's go. go," but that's "Let's, let's go. go" or whatever. Yeah, like it's like, a like black what Sonic Sonic Cynic says. Oh yeah, that is what Sonic says. Yeah. He won't listen to this, though, because, uh, well. Yeah. Anyways, kind of coming at the end here. I don't think I have anything else. I was going to talk a bit about, I just thought it was funny, because I'm sure you guys heard about the the Methodist church splitting uh, over, like, gay marriage and stuff like that. I think the issue was homosexuality being a sin. Right. Which it is. Of course. And they split between the traditional Methodists and the like liberal Methodists. And what was so funny to me is I you know, obviously that's kind of funny to begin with. What was so funny to me is I didn't realize this, but the the traditional like anti homo Methodist faction is almost all Africans. Like they're literal <laughs> Africans. <laughs> like, like they, they eat the poo poo, they eat the poo poo. Yeah, it's literal Africans because that's where all their converts are coming from. They're not doing missionary stuff here. They're doing it in Africa. So all of their new converts are African and they all hate gays. And all the people who are like the rich white Methodists are like liberal and they love faggots and stuff. So (laughs) it's like all the blacks, like these black African guys in like African garb are at this international Methodist conference, like voting against the homos and giving speeches <laughs> against homosexuality. That's awesome. <laughs> like that's hilarious. And Dude, all the it's... white people are like getting mad. They're like crying. They're like having a little hit, holding hands, doing a prayer circle. Oh, like, what, losing whatever. Africans. <laughs> Dude, was it an African Methodist or what was the guy with the, the eat the poo poo video? That was um, that was a was that Kenya or something? It was like a government. Or no, I thought I thought that was like a religious leader. Uh, I don't know if it was. He was like schooling them on how the gays it, eat the. It was poo-poo. like against Obama. Yeah, he's like, we don't want Obama here in Kenya because he likes gays who eat the poo poo. What a hole is licked like this. <laughs> Is inserting his fist into the asshole all the way. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so painful. They have to take drugs to withstand the pain. Dude, it's truly, you know, and I want to say, because I know that even in in our circles, like, you know, they they have the whole thing where it's like, oh, you know, putting a wicked thing before my eyes. And, And I get it, and I do, but sometimes, like, you need to hear about, like, the harsh reality of what the fucking gay community do, does. We're told this, like, we're given this, like, fluffy Pete booty. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, oh, they're just like, they're not just like us. The things that they do are fucking insane. 
what was the statistic? It was like um, 96% of homosexual couples, quote unquote, don't even claim to be faithful to each other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't 4% report yeah. monogamy. Yeah. And that's just them. That's them just being like, oh, yeah, of course. That's just th- imagine, like, and I'm sure that there are people of that 4% trying to save face. So think about that. Think yeah. about that for a second. That's insane. These people are disgusting. And, and the last thing I do want to say, something that pisses me off because I've been I've been saying this for feels like years now. The two, when it comes to the churches and the and the even like politics and people splitting over, it's always two hills that they want to die on, and it's either fags or Jews, fags and Jews, fags and Jews, fags and Jews. I'm so sick of people choosing these two hills to die on. It's so insane. It is insane that that this is even a question with churches these days. Jews and fags. I mean, if the Catholics don't agree on the on the uh, the faggots, you know, the Catholics aren't in support of the faggots. There goes most of their clergy and all their Twitter support. Uh, Damn, dude! (laughs) There goes all the semi sodomites. And then, yeah, dude, and the. The you know the evangelicals, the uh, the pre-tribbers, the Sam Gip crowd. If they go against the Jews, then there goes all their funding. There goes all their public image and everything. You know, so you yeah, can't, and, it's just not going to work, dude. I don't care because here's the thing: is that like the especially with the, the Sam Gip side, you know, the prot side, quote unquote. Um. They should be. They shouldn't be doing this for filthy lucre's sake. You and you shouldn't be doing this for your carnal faggots that you want to keep in your clergy. You should be taking a stand and being like, "No, this is what Scripture says. We are not Judeo Christians, and we are not homo friendly. And also, there's no such thing as a semi sodomite. I don't know what the hell's going on with Twitter right now. It's not a real thing. Yeah, what was this on Twitter? Who said that? Dude, no, it's like a thing that they're all putting in their bios now. That like all the cats and weirdos. Are... What? They're calling themselves a sodomite. A, a semi, a semi sodomite. What? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's like a cope. It's like a cope where because they're like all into these like gay cat boys and shit. Or they do the other thing they do is they do the cope. You ever heard the cope where everything is sodomy? <laughs> like anything. Well, that's a cat. Yeah, that's like a Catholic thing. Is like. Everything that is not like PIV reproductive sex is sodomy. So like PIV. Okay. So like, (laughs) so like oral sex with your wife of 10 years is like sodomy because it's like, that's not reproductive. You're doing it for pleasure. You know, the Bible says that the marriage bed, you know, is not defiled. So marriage is honorable. And all in the bed undefiled. Yeah. That whoremongers and adulterers, God will judge. Yeah. So, um, I'm just saying. You know, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it on this show. I've said it no, enough it's... times on Not Funny that uh, anyone that cares enough to know already knows what I'm going to say. But sometimes. No, you know what? We should end the show. We're done. Posting. Okay, we're done. <laughs> no, it wasn't Fed posting. It was actually. It was a bed posting. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're done. Okay. All right, wrapping Wait. up. What? Yep. Well, what do you okay. gotta come on? Well, we gotta get to burying this uh two C Venusaur before Mr. H finds out. Right. I mean we could just we are, pretty big. I mean, I don't know. Can you eat them? Do you make tacos out of them or something? Yeah, I'll make tacos and uh burrito. <laughs> Yeah, chalupas. I'll make chalupas out Chalupa. of it. <laughs> Dude, I need a burrito. Yeah. I need a dinosaur burrito. But you know what? Like, I'll get we should we should go to the store and uh get some get some fixins for that. Oh maybe we should take the raptors. Oh, time to saddle up. It's that time yep. of day again. Yeah. Sun setting. Time to ride into the sunset. And, ride them and, raptors, cowboy. Thank you. Ride them raptors. Okay. Right? No, so you got to say it with more. You gotta ride them. Ride them raptors. Yeah. Ride them raptors.